Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the Word, pray the Word, study the Word, proclaim the Word, and live the Word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The paraclete, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, 26. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. Our application from last week's 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time. The first reading tells us that God uses ordinary people for extraordinary service. The second reading shows that God wants everyone under the heavens to enjoy his holy grace. The gospel reveals that all Christians will be held accountable to Jesus Christ. This week, be accountable to everyone in your family. Let your family be blessed by your presence and actions. Let your everyday events be filled with your joy and humility. 
my son and his wife invited me to a camp, camp with him and his stepson and four children, and I accepted. It was a wonderful family time visiting with all of them and the four great-grandchildren who I have not heard from or seen in a long time. Another grandson came down and I had an opportunity to share with him also. I was blessed by their presence and I believe they were very much blessed by my presence. What was a helpful or a new thought from the readings or from the homily you heard on Sunday? And from what you learned, what personal application did you choose to apply to your life this week? Well, Deacon Ken said in one of his books, let your family be blessed by your presence and actions. His application, to first pray to bind out negative spirits within self and ask God to give me a presence of joy and humility when I am with a family member. And I answer that Amos was chosen by God to be a prophet, and we have been chosen by God through baptism to be priest, prophet, and king. A prophet hears God and speaks forth his word. And I can apply this to my life by being under the headship of the church, which I am, and speaking God's word with love in my heart to those in my family who need to repent. Without Ken, this has been hard for me to do as Jesus sent them out two by two. But when the spirit leads me to speak his word, I do. This week is the 16th Sunday in ordinary time. The gospel is from Mark 6, 30 to 34. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The apostles returned to Jesus and reported to him all that they had done and what they had taught. He said to them, come by yourselves to an out-of-the-way place and rest a little. People were coming and going in great numbers, making it impossible for them to to as so much as eat. So Jesus and the apostles went off in the boat by themselves to a deserted place. People saw them leaving and many got to know about it. People from all the towns hastened on foot to the place, arriving ahead of them. Upon disembarking, Jesus saw a vast crowd. He pitied them for they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them at great length, the word of the Lord. Questions. With whom did the apostles gather together? With Jesus. And what did they, they tell him? They reported to him all that they had done and taught. Mark 6 30. What are the names of Jesus' apostles? Matthew 10 2 says Simon, now known as Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, Zebedee's son, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew. Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus. What did Jesus say to his apostles, and what was keeping them from even eating? Mark 6, 31. Come by yourselves to an out-of-way place and rest a little. People were coming and going in great numbers. 
What day did God give to Moses as a designated day of rest? Exodus 31.15 says, Six days there are for doing work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of complete rest, sacred to the Lord. Anyone who does work on a Sabbath day shall be put to death. Wow. What does Jesus say he will do for the tired and weary? Matthew 11, 28, 29 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and find life burdensome, and I will refresh you. Take my yoke upon your shoulders and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. Your souls will find rest, for my yoke is easy and my burden light. The personal question, where do you go and what do you do when you are tired? Deacon Ken, I use several books here. He said, to a place of rest and recreation. Another one, he said, I lay down in my bed, then I pray and try to make myself comfortable. God has never failed me in my time of need. I go to scriptures too, Lord. Another book, To Prayer, Prayer Room, and Rest. Another book, I lay down, I pray, and ask God to show me what he wants me to do. I then read scripture, and sometimes he shows me in his word. Well, I answered that. I go to the Lord and lay down and rest in him. I push myself sometimes to get his word out, and he gives me the strength to do what needs to be done. Sometimes I put on a praise tape and doze off. When did Jesus and his apostles go? Where, where did Jesus and his apostles go? And what did the people do? Mark 6, 32 to 33. They went off in a boat by themselves to a deserted place. And they hastened on foot to the place arriving ahead of them. What was Jesus's reaction to the vast crowd when he got out of the boat? He pitied them. On, what, on whom does the Lord have pity? Psalm 72, 13 says, he shall have pity on the lowly and the poor. The lives of the poor shall be saved. To whom are the people being compared? Like sheep without a shepherd. And what did Jesus do for them? He began to teach them at great length, Mark 6, 34. Who teaches us and reminds us of what Jesus says? John 14, 26 tells us it's the Holy Spirit. A personal question. On a daily basis, in what way do you go to the Lord for direction in your life? Is your tiredness from caring for others or from caring for yourself? Reflect on this. Deacon Ken wrote, I go in prayer, scripture, study, discernment from Marie, mostly for caring for others. I trust in the Lord for my health. Another book, he said, through prayer and scripture. And then he said, mostly from caring for others. I see him and speak to him daily. In the, uh, another book, Through Prayer and Study, and Mostly from Myself, he said in this one. And another one, Daily, Hourly, Minute, Second, Mostly from Myself. I come alive 
when in faith I care for others. And I answer that every morning I ask the Holy Spirit to teach me through the readings of the day on how to deal with things going on in my life. My tiredness comes from trying to discern his voice from my own voice. Sometimes I get hung up on my voice or God's voice and that wears me out instead of just resting in his love. And I care for others and pray for them daily. Let's go on to read and meditate on Psalm 23, 1 to 6. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In verdant pastures, he gives me repose. Beside restful waters, he leads me. He refreshes my soul. He guides me in right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil. For you are at my side and your rod and your staff that give me courage. You spread the table before me in the sight of my foes. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Only goodness and kindness follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. What is the Lord saying to you personally through the psalm? And how can you apply this to your life? Deacon can answer that. He is with me wherever I go and protects me. His application, not being afraid to step out in the name of the Lord in anything. The Lord is my, I had another one. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. His application, I will not be afraid or depressed because I know what that my Lord will take complete care of me. Another book, yet even when I walk through the valley of death, I fear no harm because you are at my side. His application, live the scriptures, not just study them. Love, not just observe. The commentary is Mark 6, 30 to 34. Today's gospel shows us that we need to be balanced in all that we do, especially when we are doing the work of the Lord. We see the apostles trying to share with Jesus all their experiences, and the crowd seems to be pressing in on them. Jesus recognizes that his disciples need rest, and he invites them to come with him and take some time out for rest and meditation. The crowd saw where they were headed and ran ahead to be there when they arrived. We cannot work effectively unless we have our time of rest, and rest and sleep will not come unless we have worked until we are tired. Today's passage reveals to us two dangers of life. First, there is the danger of doing too much. No man or woman can work without proper rest and quiet time in prayer with God. Much of the trouble in our own lives is that we do not know how to be still and listen. Psalm 4610. We need to ask ourselves how we can do God's work 
without God's strength in us? And how can we receive that strength unless we take the time to be alone and pour out our needs and spend time in prayer and praise with Jesus Christ? Then we also must recognize the second danger, and that is the danger of too much withdrawal. Prayer time that does not lead to action is not real prayer. Remember in scripture, Jesus did not pray for the disciples to be taken out of the world. He prayed that they would win over the world. John 17, 11 to 19. We must never seek the fellowship of God in order to avoid the fellowship of man. Jesus knew his disciples needed rest because the crowds were going to be draining their strength again. He knows how weak we are, and he invites us to spend time alone with him. He will heal us and give us the rest and strength we need. As sheep without a shepherd, a sheep without a shepherd has no defense against the dangers which threaten it. He is our good shepherd, and we shall not want. Psalm 23, 1. And I would like to answer back, too, on the psalm that we just had. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That, just knowing that whole psalm has such meaning in my life. I remember when I was a child, that was one that I, I was... I memorized, and I have come to know the shepherd, Jesus, and I know how much he loves me. And so knowing that how much he loves me, I just want so much for others to know the love of God. He is my shepherd, and I shall not want. He gives me the strength for everything that I do. So my application to this is to tell people about God's love and that he loves them without uh, no strings attached, no matter what they're doing, where they're coming from. He is the good shepherd. God is love and only goodness and kindness follow us all the days of our life when we come to know that. Our application for this um, the first reading tells us that accountability is for all the people. The second reading shows us that Jesus Christ breaks down all barriers. The gospel reveals that too much doing leads to little being. This week, take time to be rather to be rather than just to do. Spend some time with a family member, friend or associate and concentrate on the other pe person's needs, not your own. Every day, spend time alone in prayer and reading scripture with Jesus. Take time to relax and rest with your family. Remember, a devoted Christian is a balanced Christian. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this lesson. We thank you for showing us how you have such pity on us and you have said you love us so much that you don't you, as tired as you were you just continue to to come to us 
in ways that we, and you're there, always there for us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.